Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and we have Shiloh from B1029 as we recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week of October 23rd, 2023. Uh, we'll get into some of the heavier stuff surrounding Matthew Perry here in just a bit. But um, some relationship uh, news to catch up on. Uh, Chase Suey Wonders, remember she was dating Pete Davidson there for a little bit, and they oh, split. Yeah. And now she's been seen with Stranger Things star Joe Keery. I like, love oh, Joe Keery. Dude got hair. I mean, seriously, get him the next head and shoulders guy. He has so, great hair. You're so right. I know. I mean, <laughs> we don't need Troy Palomalo anymore. Get <laughs> Joe Keery to do it. As the wife of a barber, I love just a solid head of hair. And he has beautiful hair. He's just, and he just seems like such a fun guy. Yeah, he like does. Every interview, he seems so genuine, which I guess he's an actor. So maybe, maybe yeah. I'm just a fool, but he just <laughs> seems like such a cool dude. He does. And, and what's funny is even in, even though he has that luscious hair, it still plays a part in his character in Stranger Things. Like he's always flipping it or running his hands through it. And yeah, look, if, if Joe Keery ever decides to go like shaved or even cut down, like way down, it's going to be breaking news. <laughs> we're going to have to have like a little in memory of Joe Keery's hair. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, no. uh, I know just, yeah, you're right, uh, though. People will be in mourning. It will be. I mean, it's kind of like, oh, my God. And then he'll have to grow Do it back. Do you think he'll cut his hair for like the end of Stranger Things? I don't know. They'll, they'll that would be a it. real like. Yeah, they do so many effects on that show. Just put on the green screen cap. And <laughs> no, just... I mean like after he's done with Stranger Things. Do you think he'll oh, shave his head as know. like a moving on kind of thing? So many people not. do that. I know. I hope not. I was worried that Taylor Swift might do it for the re-release of 1989. <laughs> <laughs> she cut her hair in four, goes, 2014. short again. Yeah. yeah. Eh, no, let's. We did it once. Don't need to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they were seen out together. Uh, he and Chase Suey Wonders, uh, New York, uh, last week Sunday, October twenty second, walking the streets of New York City. Uh, Wonders and Dave, Pete Davidson split back in August. Um, I don't know who Joe Keery. I, I think he was with somebody, but I, I think it's been a while. Um, yeah, so we'll have to keep an eye on that relationship between Chase Three Wonders and Joe Keery. Um, we're also learning more about Tom Brady and Arena Shake. If you remember in our last week's episode, Tom Brady and Arena Shake calling it quits. No big surprise there. But a source told the Daily Mail that it was actually Tom Brady that called it quits, allegedly, because he, quote, wasn't able to give his full attention to the relationship. And also, quote, if Tom had more time for love, he would be all about it and would likely still be dating Arena thinks she's really great, this that he's focused on work and his three kids, which is a dad, I get. But the focused on work thing, it's like, oh, I'm sure Giselle Bunchen's like, yeah, uh, that's why we broke up, because he was supposed to retire so I could do my thing, <laughs> but then decided, no, I want to pull up Brett Favre and come back. Yeah. I mean... So that, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess... It, Tom, it's a very Tom Brady thing to do to just throw himself wholeheartedly into the roles in which he is most comfortable in. And at this mm -hmm. point, 
like you said, it is work and his children. Because I think he at least has learned his lesson about not giving his full attention to the children side of his family and not so much the relationship piece of his family. Yep. So it, it makes sense that he'd be like, okay, Giselle, like I, I see, I understand I might've lost you, but I'm going to do my best to, to be there for, for the kids and be a better dad and be yeah. a solid dad. But you know, and maybe that's his way of maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to get her back. Maybe, maybe he's like, okay, I'll, I'm going to show you that I'm not worried about dating models. I'm worried about, you know, making sure that I'm still bringing in money and I'm having a, a solid relationship with our children. So then maybe one day they can kind of get back together. Maybe, or at least be in a better place for him to, you know, the kids are maybe a little older and, you know, work is pretty balanced with, you know, work and his, and his kids. Yeah. And then maybe he can pursue the next relationship. But uh, yeah, for the time being, you're right. I mean, obviously he's focused on on work right now. He's, you know, different not being a quarterback anymore. And right, the three kids. So it, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, also, in case you uh, didn't know, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are still going strong. How could we not know? <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> and and Travis Kelsey is feeling the, what, what are they calling it? Like the Swift effect? Oh, yes. So, yeah. So Amazon Slots use data from Social Bible to compare Travis Kelsey's social media numbers before and after his or after he made his relationship with Taylor Swift public. So before Taylor first appeared at that first Kansas City game, and then obviously we found out that, you know, when she appeared, oh, hey, that's actually legit. He gained over 1.6 million new Instagram followers just in one month. Wow. When she when she made it pretty much official that, yep, Travis and I are a thing, 1.6 million new social or new Instagram followers. And also <laughs> feeling the effects is the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL. They've seen increases in social media numbers as well and viewership over the past few months because you got Swifties now watching Kansas City play football, even though they... All that I know is like, well, oh, yeah, Travis Kelsey's a tight end and he's dating Taylor Swift. We want to watch Kansas City now. Someone buy me a number 87 jersey. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and of course, we talked about it before that uh, his jersey sales have gone through the roof ever since that game. And Taylor and, and Kelsey are now official. Um, but yeah, so I'm sure that the Chiefs and the NFL are doing whatever they can to make sure that this relationship continues on the rest of the NFL season so they can ride this high for a while. Can I tell you something that I just realized as we're having this discussion? What's that? This feels very unlike me, but I'm realizing right now that I do not follow Travis Kelsey on oh social media. Oh my God. And you talk about how you're the biggest Kelsey fan. You've watched him. You're a... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because yeah. I watched the game. I don't. I'm not like on. I'm, I'm, I'm You're really not, not on, like, on his on his socials. Like, ooh, what's Travis Kelsey doing outside of playing on Sundays? <laughs> He's on his podcast, New Heights. Yeah. I mean, with his brother, and I listen yeah. to that. So it's like I, I I support the guy, but I don't I don't follow him on Insta. Okay, I'll change that. I will. Okay. Shyler is now officially following Travis Kelsey. Okay, now I guess good. I can officially call myself a real Swifty. 
maybe? Yes. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I did that. But yeah. now I, I got to make it fair and I got to follow Jason Kelsey as well. Yeah, I'm sure I, Jason's, Jason's probably feeling some effects. You're like, yeah, sure, I'll take some extra followers. Why not? Oh, yeah. Well, Jason Kelsey has 1.2 million followers on Instagram. And like you said, Travis Kelsey, 4.6. It's insane. <laughs> now, this past Sunday, Kansas City was on the road against the Denver Broncos and lost. Not only was Taylor Swift not there, but after the game, the Broncos played Shake It Off after they beat Kansas City. Now, come on. <laughs> you know that what? Is, that is low-hanging fruit. Every time Kansas City goes on the road, they are just chomping at the bit to to do something. To do something. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Now, my question is, if Taylor had been there and they still lost, would they have still played Shake It Off? That's my question. I don't know. Probably. Although, and Taylor, and if Taylor had been there, they would have won. Probably, yeah. <laughs> You know, she's got this tour going on. I don't know if you heard of it. It's called the Eras Tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's come she's up resuming a time that. Right? Yeah. So she she's a little bit busy with that. Yeah. She's resuming gets, in what? Uh, South America? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. She starts uh, November 9th in Argentina. Ooh. And she'll nice. be, yeah, she'll be back on the road for a while. That will yeah. be, I think, the, the truest test to their relationship because he's going to be busy with football. She's going to be busy with her tour. Is this going to continue or is this going to fizzle out? Oh, well, you know, we'll see. I mean, look, Travis is busy, obviously, with the NFL. I mean, this this is the season, at oh, least yeah. through January, I mean, at least through December, early part of January, depending on how they are as far as the playoffs are concerned. And then you got Taylor, who's on the tour. So... I mean, yeah, I think this 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 is going to be the true test of the relationship right here. If they can get past NFL season and then this leg of Taylor's tour, you know, we'll, we'll see. It might 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 be a, a longer lasting relationship, but if they can't, then NFL and the Chiefs are like, look, just show up through when we're done, and then you can just be on your way. Thank you so much for all you've done. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Well, and and so, you know, what's really interesting, so we've we've discussed on how unhinged the Swifties can be um, mm -hmm. and largely are. And I watched a TikTok over the weekend of um, Travis Kelsey at, I think it was like a World Series, like after party or pregame, uh, so, something like that. He was, he was amongst people um, without Taylor. But of course, one of her songs is playing. <laughs> And he's like dancing to it and he's just adorable. We love a supportive man. But he has his phone in his hand. And granted, he's got freaking baseball mitts as hands because his hands are so big. And he's got his hand like over his the front of his phone, the screen of his phone. Mm -hmm. Swifties took a still from him of the video of him dancing. Zoomed in on his hand and found that his background is a picture of Taylor Swift. Oh. On his phone. Okay. So, so while yes, distance might be you know, kind of the nail in the coffin for a lot of 
Hollywood relationships, as we've seen throughout the years, this kid's smitten, man. Yeah. Like, he's really, he's really, if he's not head over heels in love with her, he's doing a fine job of making us think that he is. <laughs> he may he may have a second career on his hands when he's done with football he could be an actor because if if he's making us believe that he's well, not he's, he's in those those uh suit commercials with his brother and his mom yeah nothing screams actor ones. of our generation like a chunky soup commercial right <laughs> <laughs> hey someone's got to start somewhere that's so true <laughs> All right. Well, Britney Spears's memoir also came out this week, and I know Shiley, you're you're in the process of reading it, which we'll we'll get your full analysis once you've had chance to dive into it. I'm still working on it. That, I mean, 1989 got released on Friday, so I've been in a chokehold well, over yeah, the weekend. It's been a lot. It has been a lot. <laughs> a lot going um, on. Yeah, and so Britney has already announced that there's going to be a second memoir next year. Uh, she now said on Instagram that it, part two is coming next year. Uh, but Billboard published uh, some of the biggest revelations from The Woman in Me. And as I'm scrolling through this, obviously we knew about uh, Brittany having the abortion with uh, Justin Timberlake. Well, she's with Justin Timberlake. Um, but it seemed a lot kind of happened when she was 14. She revealed that she be she started drinking at the age of 14 with her mom. Uh, she said that she was starting the eighth grade and she would take trips with her mom, Lynn Spears, to Biloxi, Mississippi to drink daiquiris. So this is what Spears writes, quote, I love that I was able to drink with my mom every now and then. Uh, and that what? she added that she and her mom were happy drinkers while her dad, quote, grew more depressed and shut down. So he was kind of a depressed drunk. Um. She know. also yeah, said yeah. that why uh, is it Brittany's... always so sorry? Oh no, that's okay. She's also added that uh Britney's sister Jamie Lynn, uh they would take Jamie Lynn to the beach and drink white Russians, which Brittany writes she thought tasted like ice cream, which yeah, it does. I kind of <laughs> agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> melted form of ice cream. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Also, yeah. she revealed that um, she started uh, having sex with Justin Timberlake when she was 14. Oh. Yeah. That is. Yeah. She writes that Timberlake talked publicly about their sex life. She said that while her management, you know, wanted to pick her as the, you know, virgin, the good girl, which watching the music videos at the time were like, eh. She said yeah, that she'd been living her music videos and her branding. Well, true. I mean, it was. But yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very sexualized. Very. She was. Yeah. Um, she revealed that she had been living with Justin and had been having sex since she was 14. She says, quote, whose business was it if I had had sex or not? I'd appreciated it when Oprah told me on her show that my sexuality was no one else's business. And when it came to virginity, you don't need a world announcement if you change your mind, which is true. I mean, look, we, we don't need to know when everybody is doing it, not doing it, who they're doing it with. 
that's their business. But you're right. For whatever reason, for the media, when Britney came about, we it was always like we had to know, or that the media had to know. Well, also, okay, yes, it's it's their business. As long as it's, oh, she's a she's a the kid. Oh God, it's supposed to be all so much. Yeah. But also, like that was that era. Like that era of 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 time. I mean, I don't think we've gotten all that much better, but a little bit so in how we obsess over and sexualize our celebrities. Yeah. At that point in time, you know, yeah, we sexualized the heck out of Britney, Christina Aguilera. I mean, all of them. And it's Jessica Simpson, everybody. I mean, it didn't matter. And 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 it I know that, you know, she religion was her religion was very important to her. And you she her branding was that she was just the girl next door, the all-American girl, and and it the, the messaging was so inconsistent that and the, and the media really really drove that off a cliff. It, it, in a oh wow, yeah, yeah. It was it was a you look back on it now and you're just like wow. I mean, it was a weird time. Like Christina Aguilera, I don't remember too much about so much her or even gosh or mandy moore jessica simpson that's kind of all around that same time yes and i think jessica simpson really did have uh, jessica simpson had the britney what britney the treatment that britney spears wanted you you know what i mean like that that her camp wanted her to have the true all-american sweetheart next door that was jessica simpson now christine aguilera because she was i mean she's hispanic first of all she's latina so she was sexualized i mean you don't remember ex tina oh yeah dirty chaps oh yeah everything Mm -hmm. the white and black extensions and everything else like they're britney i don't know why i think it's because britney was so malleable because yeah. I mean, she was already being manipulated by her family. It's like the the media was like, "Oh, we can we can mold this into whatever we want it to be." So I think that that's what they did. Whereas yeah. Christina, at least, I think I I just think that the other pop stars of that era were either better protected, or like their camps had a solid understanding of the direction that they were going to go. They were like, "Okay, well, you know, Christina Aguilera, she's got pipes, she's got a body." She, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do, spin this how how we want, mm-hmm. and they did. Whereas yep. with Britney, it was kind of like, well, her parents don't they don't really know what they're doing. They just want their daughter to be famous, so we're gonna take advantage of that. Yeah, that's how it feels anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, another revelation, uh, she revealed that she thought her family was trying to kill her. That's pretty heavy. Um, this, she writes, this is after her separation from Kevin Federline and after her two sons were born, she was obviously placed in a conservatorship and she writes, she she had to try to fight back at times. She wrote quote, and there's the sad, honest truth. After everything I had been through, I didn't have a lot, a lot of fight left in me. I was tired and I was scared too. After being held down on a gurney, I knew they could restrain my body anytime they wanted to. They could have tried to kill me. I thought. I started to wonder if they did want to kill me. Wow. That's so devastating. Yeah. That's so heartbreaking. Right. 
this and, book is going to break me. <laughs> oh, it. I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there, there are some truths in there that we probably could, we probably could have figured out, or probably like, yeah. But there are others. It's like, wow. You know, I mean, it's yeah, especially during the conservatorship. Conservatorship. It, it's it's yeah. That that's going to be a lot a lot of meat. I feel like for this book. Obviously, we're learning a lot about her relationship with Justin at the time. Um, we're learning a lot more about the conservatorship and kind of what happened during that time. I'll be curious to see more so about her time with Kevin Federline. I feel like there's some stuff there we don't quite know about so much. Um, but yeah, this, this is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm curious as to, you know, obviously where this book ends, where the next one is going to begin. We, we have to assume it's going to begin after Sam as Gary and her have split and where she is now. Yeah. So, yeah. But Charlie, once you read it, we'll, we'll dive back into this and you give us your, your shocking moments. Oh, for sure. I can do that. I've yeah. already got, I ordered, um, little, um, book tabs, like little bookmark tabs. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like little flags that I'm, I'm going to color code everything. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> a notebook of all the things I want to talk about. This might be a deluxe episode, a special three hour episode. Just yes, like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get your snacks and lunch ready. <laughs> all right so obviously big shocking news over the weekend friend star matthew perry died at the age of 54 um tmz reports that perry came home saturday morning after playing pickleball it says he'd been playing pickleball for a couple hours he then sent his assistant to run an errand once the assistant returned about two hours later he found perry unresponsive in his jacuzzi and law enforcement say that Perry appears to have drowned. That's the, in what they initially said. Now, no drugs were found at the scene. They don't believe foul play was involved. However, sources tell TMZ that police found antidepressants, um, anti-anxiety meds, also a, a COPD drug. He suffers from COPD. And the LA coroner is going to conduct a toxicology exam. Now, initially, the coroner had filed it under deferred which means that more investigation needs to be done to determine the actual cause of death. So we don't quite know what caused Matthew Perry to be found unresponsive in his jacuzzi. That, they, they said that could take months before we find that out. Um, I also want to point out that like Matthew Perry was a deeply troubled soul. Oh, yeah. Battled addiction. I mean, he's almost just as well known for his addiction struggles as he is mm -hmm. being Chandler Bing. So yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say it's too terribly out of ordinary for him mm -hmm. to have anti-anxiety, anti-depression meds. Right. And he smoked. I mean, it's COPD. Oh, medicine. Yeah. It's like, yeah. He, I believe that he needs that. Yeah. And, and you talk about his addiction. I know he, he was, Obviously, he had been clean. He was kind of on the path to also spreading the message of people, you know, getting clean. And and then uh, there was that rumor spreading after that Friends HBO special came out because, like, Perry's speech seemed to be a little slurred. And people thought maybe he was, you know, using yeah. again or 
but he had clarified that he had just had some dental work done, um, which caused his slurred speech. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he he was very open about his addiction. Um, he even talked about how, as you watch the Friends series, you he says there's different points where you can tell where I was because there, you know, he was super skinny. Then he kind of put on a little bit of weight. Then he'd be kind of skinny again. Um, so there was there was clues in Friends where you could tell where he was in his using process. And even even he because he, he wrote that memoir too that just came out not that long ago. Where he had talked about, you know, kind of what happened behind the scenes and 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 his career and using and things like that. Yeah. I am um, not okay. This has not been a great year for me <laughs> and celebrity deaths. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Like Michael Gambon, um, <laughs> like I Chandler is my favorite friend. Like oh yeah. He's, there is he's never my favorite. Been, yeah. There's never been any competition between any of the other friends. He is the friend. I have always adored Matthew Perry. This is absolutely heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I, the only thing that's going to hurt worse than me hearing this news <laughs> and having this conversation is hearing the other five friends when they make yeah. their statements or whichever it's like, that is going to be, that's going to be devastating because they're yeah. all still very, very close. Oh, they are. I mean, you see photos like Courtney Cox posts photos, um, yeah. Jennifer Aniston, Lisa Kudrow. Oh yeah. They still, I mean, they, they live the part. Yeah. Outside well, of that series. And Matthew has, has mentioned in previous interviews that, you know, Jennifer Aniston, like, really showed up for him over and over and over again when he was going through all of his stuff with his addiction she was consistently right there being a good friend yeah well actually some of the cast members have actually shared some of their uh their thoughts and their feelings maggie wheeler who played janice she shared on Instagram. She has a photo of she and 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 Perry when they were on the show. Obviously, it's a, it's a it's a screenshot from the show. She writes on Instagram, "quote What a loss! The world will miss you, Matthew Perry. The joy you brought to so many in your two in your two short lifetime will live on. I feel so very blessed by every creative moment we shared." Morgan Fairchild, who played Chandler's mom, she wrote, "quote I'm heartbroken about the untimely death of my." and then, quote, son, Matthew Perry. The loss of such a brilliant young actor is a shock. I'm sending love and condolences to his friends and family, especially his dad, uh, John Bennett Perry, who I worked with on Flamingo Road and Falcon Crest. And Kathleen Turner, who played Matthew's dad on the show, um, told people that, you know, obviously she's very sad for Matthew. And said, and kind of shared a moment. Well, we came to see one of, or he came to see one of my Broadway shows, and he came backstage. When he saw me, he yelled out, "Hey, Dad!" And everyone thought it was pretty cool. Hmm. I think it was for Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Also, Hank Azaria shared uh, uh, his thoughts too, calling him, you know, his quote first friend in L.A. 
uh, really more like brothers for a long time. So, yeah, I, I, I'm sure that we're going to hear from, you know, Matt LeBlanc, Jennifer Aniston, David Schwimmer. Yeah, that's going to suck. All the, other, all the other friends, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, there, there ain't no way around it. That's just, that's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> to me, but, at least. Oh, I know. And I mean, you, and in, you go back and watch the show now and it's just like, wow. And, and even Matthew Perry, I kind of feel like was always Chandler. I mean, you yes. he always had that goofy air about him and sarcastic, you know, way about him that obviously Chandler's known for on the show that that was Matthew Perry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's almost like, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's almost like he is Chandler or Chandler is Matthew kind of thing. Like it was always like he was the same on screen on the show. It's almost like it was like reality TV. <laughs> yeah, it was. And even watching but, that HBO special, I mean, obviously Matthew kind of subdued a little bit, but you could tell that when they, when they were doing like the interview on stage and they do like the, um, like they would read, like they had a reading of some of the key big scenes from that show. Um, like he was still there. That yeah. The the sarcastic Matthew Perry Chandler we all know was still there. So. Well, and what worried me about the reunion special that they did was that it would be a trigger for him. Yeah. You know, because yep. you know where kind of where it all started. So I, I mean, yeah. I was worried that maybe that might that might have been why he wasn't as on as I was expecting him to be, but I think that's, I think that's probably why, because he's probably just trying to remain in control. Right. Yeah. But anyway, that's sad news. Matthew Perry passing away at the age of 54. All right. Finishing up with our wah story. This was a bit of a wah. Um, I almost had to do, I almost had to make sure that this was a legit thing, but Barstool Sports posted on their, their Twitter last week because Drake celebrated his 37th birthday and hosted a party and he got to bartend none other than Breaking Bad stars Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston and Barstool Sports has a short like six seven second video of Aaron Paul pouring drinks you can see Brian Cranston he's like in this flowery Hawaiian shirt looking deal off to the side bartending <laughs> as well um, and it seems like Aaron Paul's like he, he is explaining to somebody a drink goes, yeah, it's very simple. I mean, I don't know if they have experienced bartending in the past. Um, but it, it's just crazy. I feel like, like they I would feel probably like that's what have you to do. Have to, yeah. I mean, you don't just randomly ask two people, Hey, would you mind bartending? Sure. No, I, I feel like all actors, <laughs> like all actors started as a bartender uh, or a yeah. server. You know what I mean? At, at some point in their career getting started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if, like of all people, like who? What? I wonder what Drake thought when he's like, God, "I'm throwing a birthday party. What should I do? How can I make this big?" Oh, I know. I'm Heisenberg. gonna call up Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston. <laughs> hey, would you guys mind bartending my birthday? You guys doing anything? Sure, I'll work on your birthday. How many people do you think were like, "Say the bit, say the line." <laughs> yeah, do it. Say, say it. my name. <laughs> I bet I I bet that was, have, the was it like, I mean I don't know if it was a Breaking Bad theme type of party or if he just really likes well, the show were, I don't know. They were promoting their new tequila. 
Oh, that's so Brian, right. That's right. Yeah. Have, I forgot about that. That's right. So I'm sure they poured lots of their te tequila. Yes. Dos hombres. Yeah, that's right. Do you think that they were like some of the drinks were lines from the show? Like I am the danger. Oh, I, if the, if it's not, then that Eisenberg, is a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm hoping that there were themed drinks, you know, the Hank, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah. It was just Let's, you know let me let me check their website real fast and see if um dos hombres. Let's see. Uh, the recipes on the website say uh don't oh, okay, that's doesn't look like there's any any breaking bad references. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know if for maybe for copyright purposes I can't. Maybe, maybe. Um, I know that I'm gonna need a bottle of this. As soon as I heard about this, I was like, I have to go to a liquor store. <laughs> I have to try it. Excuse me. Do you tequila. have the Aaron Paul Brian Cranston tequila? Because <laughs> here's the thing, I, I love tequila. I haven't had tequila. I've oh yeah, I, I, I love tequila. When I drink, I don't often. Do like liquor. I'm just like a beer and wine kind of gal. Yeah. But but when I do indulge in the harder stuff, it's tequila. Oh, tequila, what is okay. this? The Cranstonian. Ah, there you go. Is uh with uh cranberry juice, lime juice, and aperol. <laughs> there you go. Now see, I'm not a I mean, the only time I'll ever do tequila is if I am, you know, if I'm at like a Mexican restaurant, get a margarita or something. That's the only time I'll do it. Yeah. But I, I but I yeah, a good I, margarita. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't do tequila outside of that. We have a bottle of tequila at home and I, there's some of our family members that enjoy it, but me, I'm like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll do beer or sometimes I'll do a mixed drink with either, um, uh, like vodka or, um, uh, a whiskey of some sort or a bourbon, but like most of the time it's beer. But yeah, tequila, I just, yeah, tequila, I'm just outside of if I'm at a restaurant and they got margarita. Yeah. Oh, I'll wait a minute. Is, once in a while. is is this a Breaking Bad reference? There will be blood? Uh, I don't think that is. I don't think so either. But there is a drink called There Will Be Blood Orange. <laughs> now there's a movie called There Will Be Blood. Yeah, with with either one of them. Well, um, <laughs> it's with Daniel Day Lewis. I don't. Maybe not. <laughs> um, let me let, let me look it up on IMDb really quick, because maybe this one has okay. The All death Dano's to El Gusano. Uh, maybe that might be Gus. No, may might be Gus. Yeah. Now oh, what's interesting? I found the reference to Aaron Paul. There's a drink called Sweet Lips. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. I have a crush on him. It's fine. <laughs> now, when we were talking about the Breaking Bad reference, what's interesting is that uh, the actor who played Hank, Dean Norris, yeah. he's, he hit released his own beer line, Schrader Brow, which oh. was based off his character, yeah. Hank Schrader. And if you remember one of the episodes, he, is, he brews his own beer. And so he released his own 
line, Schraderbrow, based on his character. Now, I, I I'm love assuming that. that had I'm assuming that has to be in conjunction with you know AMC and and the creators of Breaking Bad. So unless Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston kind of just want to have their own thing and not have it tied back to Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, interesting. But yeah, I, when I saw that, I, I had to watch the video to make sure it was legit. And yep, it's Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul bartending at Drake's birthday. And this is not an endorsement in any way, shape or form. I'm not getting paid for this. But if you have a minute today, go and check out dosombres.com because their merch line is actually kind of fire. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I would wear this hoodie. All day. It's not even where buy the tequila. I just want the merch. Right. Like I need they've got like sweat like shorts. You know what I mean? Oh, like really? yeah, just like like athletic shorts or like comfy shorts with the matching uh, yeah, I, I need it. I I need that outfit. Okay. Now, and a bucket hat to go with it. They've even got socks. <laughs> okay, so I need to uh now now you got me on this here. So let me before we end the, the podcast, you let me go. Right, actually, yeah, actually, don't look because that's what I might get everybody for Christmas. It just oh. some great <laughs> merch and stuff, merch in a bottle. Now, do you prefer like tequila or mezcal? See, I, I, I don't drink it enough to really even know the difference. Well, I mean, that, ooh, that's maybe how we need to have a tequila tasting podcast <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, by the end of the podcast, you can't understand a word that we're saying. That, but that's what makes it fun. <laughs> I know this is what makes it fun. <laughs> Any, anybody want to sponsor that episode? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll make sure we get, get plenty of love. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I see I see the sweatshirt you're talking about, the hoodie and the and the T-shirt. And I like when you hover over some of the the uh, pictures. Like, it's always, it's just Brian Cranston wearing the merch. Like he's oh, wearing yeah. the socks. Oh no, there's one of Aaron Paul wearing the the sweatpants and the hoodie. Um, Brian Cranston with the t-shirt and the shirt. It's funny because it looks just like something you would see in in like J Crew or <laughs> Old Navy or something. Like Brian Cranston wearing the t-shirt. He's got drink in his hand. Looks like he's just randomly caught him at a party. He's like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> they they're like, hey, we're just gonna have you guys wear the merch and have a party and just randomly just take pictures. Okay. Oh, and and you gotta randomly change outfits too. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure also they the website. had no problem with that. Yeah, that's funny. There's a a, a picture of uh, Brian Cranston cleaning a pool in the Dos Ombres summer shorts. <laughs> <laughs> they really got the candidates down. Oh, I'm, I'm I know. impressed. I'm yeah. impressed. There's even one of there's even one in the in the rotating image on the very top. Brian Cran or Brian Cranz is like in shorts and a button down shirt halfway in the pool with the beard. And Aaron Paul's got the full sweats and sweatshirt. He's got the bottle and he's, you know, they got that serious look on their face. You know, very GQ look in the uh yes. looking at the camera. <laughs> I guess the real question is who promoted it better? Us? Or Drake's birthday party. Because I really think my money's on us, man. I think we yeah, did much better. Drake, yeah. 
Barstool Sports, I mean, obviously Barstool Sports had to post the, the video of it. But yeah, I, I think we're, we're giving it Give a lot. Give us a call, Barstool Sports. <laughs> yeah. Or you know <laughs> what, Aaron, Cranston, Brian, or, uh, Aaron Paul, Brian Cranston, if you want us to uh, talk more about your wine, send us some merch and uh, maybe even yeah. a bottle. Maybe Dos Ombres can sponsor that episode. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. As we recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week, you can listen to previous episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, too, so you know when we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>